Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Nerds of Friends. My name is Cody Leach and of course I'm joined by Christian Garcia. What up? And we have a special guest over uh, Skype this time. We switched back from Zoom as we work out the kinks with that one. Um, but uh, we have cosplayer Anya Braddock here. Thank you for joining Hi guys. us. <laughs> yeah, we're very excited. Uh, I think you're technically our first cosplayer that we've talked to. I, and I've been wanting to get one for a while. <laughs> yeah, I think you know it's a big part of the nerd world and uh, we're super excited to talk about it. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, this will be this will be fun. So just just know that you're representing all cosplayers everywhere. Oh, no, no worries, pressure. <laughs> no pressure. Everyone's gonna judge everything all you say. Sweating <laughs> all the anxiety. <laughs> everything you say is written in stone now. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, this will be super fun. We're excited, um, and thank you so much for taking time out of your day. I know you're jet lagged, so. Oh yes. Thank you for uh, taking the time. And I, I will say to our listeners, uh, we will be talking Game of Thrones next week. We know everyone, that's the hot topic right now, but we want to give people time to watch all of the episodes, and we'll talk about the big battle coming up. Well, I guess if you're listening to this on Tuesday, the battle will have just happened, and everyone's probably freaking out. We're not talking Game of Thrones? We could talk Game of Thrones. Have you seen Game of Thrones, Anya? Uh, yes. Okay, we're rewriting the whole show right now. We're talking Game of Thrones later, so never mind. Uh, we'll... we'll... <laughs> We're flying by the seat of our pants. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit later then after all the all the important stuff. But um, I'd be, you know, I want to talk about it. I just, you know, I didn't know if everyone had seen it yet. I mean, we're, we give them a week. That's yeah, time. that's true. That's plenty of time. I give people like 10 minutes. Yeah. I'm one of the <laughs> spoiler people. I'm like, I'm sorry. I have HBO Go. Let's go. Yeah, I just live tweeted as soon as it's on. <laughs> oh my God, he's dead. Oh no. I live tweeted the season finale last season, and that did not go over well with people. So after that, I was like, "All right, I'll wait till the episode's done airing, and then I'm tweeting." Yeah, I always, I always do a little like, "Hey, have you guys seen Game of Thrones yet?" Yes. Okay, and then I go into all my crazy theories. See, next week's episode, I'm gonna have to stay off of all social media for a whole day. I'm gonna have to watch it in Hawaii. I'm gonna take time out of my Hawaii trip to watch both Avengers and Game of Thrones. Yeah. So have, have fun with that. It's like, oh, what'd you do in Hawaii? I stayed. I in sat inside a whole day. It was cool. <laughs> oh, are you talking about me in a capsule hotel? I literally was like, oh, we have free Wi-Fi here. Ooh. Downloads a VPN. I'm like, I'm watching this right now. My friend was like, oh, you want to go to a temple? I was like, no. no. It's like, yeah, you, you go to a temple anytime. I was like, I, I just want to really, really want to watch this first episode. <laughs> well, the temple's been there for what thousands of years. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> You could get Game of Thrones ruined instantly for you, and that that never goes away. 
Um, but before we get into all that stuff, uh, we actually have kind of a little plug for one of our uh, uh, friends. Um, there's a listener of ours named Chris who uh, owns, I guess he owns the company, he's CEO of the co- company of uh, Plum Deluxe Tea. And um, he was very generous and sent us uh, quite a few teas to sample. And we actually tried them, and they're all super delicious. Uh, one of my favorite ones was this uplifting coconut chai, which was super tasty. And uh, which which one did you try, Christian? The Oregon Breakfast Black Tea. Ooh, yeah. He suggested that one because I told him we were both not drinking coffee anymore. Oh, yeah. No, it was really, really good. I don't know what organ is in it, but it's delicious. <laughs> it's No, <laughs> it's not organs are in it. It's from Oregon. Oh, that's a little misleading. <laughs> And when we were discussing earlier, I almost said Oregon, California, which is going to make all the Oregon people yeah. very upset. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you like trying new teas, um, you should definitely check them out. Plum Deluxe. Um, they all do hand blended, delicious loose leaf teas. Um, they have a bunch of different like green teas, black teas, Roybus teas, all sorts of good stuff. And if you join their uh, Tea of the Month Club, you get uh, free shipping on all purchases as well as a 20% coupon for all a la carte purchases. Yeah, and if you, use promo, purchases. if you use promo code Nerds of Friends, you get like a 50%, 75% discount. <laughs> that's, that's not true. That's free. Not, you get not, it for free. It's not true, but definitely tell them that we sent you if you uh, buy some other stuff. Uh, and and maybe, maybe we'll have something like that eventually. Who knows? But it's plumdeluxe.com. So P-L-U-M-D-E-L-U-X-E.com. So check it out, guys. It's... Uh, delicious tasty teas and gets us through the day definitely not today though because it's like 80 degrees outside so uh we didn't drink any <laughs> I, today i got my iced tea. yeah i should have <laughs> made some earlier and iced it down because i, I bet this coconut here. one would actually be really good iced and you know what we should be clear it's it's san francisco hot yeah it's san francisco hot like, not rest of the world hot it's like 70 degrees and we're like oh god i'm dying <laughs> yeah i know we we don't handle the heat i don't know what i'm going to do in hawaii i'm very upset <laughs> Um, but yeah, check that, check that out. Um, he's, he's a very nice guy and he was super quick on sending us the tea. So uh, hopefully you guys will like that too. Anya, are you a tea drinker? Um, yes, but espresso is, is my go-to. Oh yeah. Well, every once in a while when I really need it, I'll still have one, but I don't know. Coffee disagrees with my stomach all the time now. I had to wean myself off espresso. I was having like four shots. Oh. Yeah, I was like, no, nah, you can't do this. Oh, yeah. that's so cute. That's I start so... my day with five, and then oh. when I get sleepy by two, I order another set of five, oh and God. then I usually have a Red Bull by four. Jesus. Wow. And how do you handle yeah, all the diarrhea? totally TMI but that's like my favorite like coffee poops in the morning that gets me going yeah oh <laughs> but, my God. Um, no I love love coffee like it's the when I was in Japan that was probably the one thing I was the most upset about is their coffee was not very strong really? so I was did just, you try the boss coffee that had the had Tommy Lee Jones on it yeah so rainbow boss is my favorite coffee that they have and it's not in every single vending machine that's so true. I'd find the ones near me that had them and then I'd buy like seven of them and like stuff them in my bag <laughs> I'm actually like, them. that Japan doesn't have strong coffee like usually when they do stuff they go hard you well know they're, they're about really delicate balanced flavors over there well, hmm. and then you have to also think um with how many vending machines are all around and how yeah. portion sizes are smaller as comparative to what we're used to like Genuinely, like, I yeah, would they, get a venti, and I'd look at everyone else with, like, a tall, and I'd be like, oh, I'm an American. What am I doing? Yeah. Like, portions um, over so there are smaller. Everyone just does, like, smaller portions more consistently yeah. rather than, like, me chugging a venti. Yeah, like, I, I can see that. And, I mean, 
I, I forget. I don't know what we did over there to stay awake all the time, but I definitely tried. I would drink like two or three of those boss coffees and, uh, that would try to stick me through. But I also drink a lot of green tea over there too, because you know, obviously that's everywhere. The matcha is just so strong over there. I love it. Um, but before we get too far into the show, we should start off as we normally do with our nerdy confessions where we confess the things that make us nerds or the things that we're proud of or ashamed of as nerds. So, Christian, why don't you start off? Because I've already forgotten mine. <laughs> I've been, uh, and I sent you, I sent Cody a link earlier. I've been watching, it's on YouTube, and I, I forgive me, guys, I don't know the original source, but there is some YouTube videos where it gives the history of Game of Thrones, like the oh, lores, nice. the houses, um, the histories. I found a lot of cool stuff about the Hound and the Mountain that I didn't know, um, and it, it has a lot of great information that, like, now I'm recapping the whole series. I'm like, oh, my God, that's why this character did this, and that makes a whole lot of sense now. But I don't know where the original source from, but it's they're really cool. In the background, they have, like, watercolors of the characters oh, okay. and what's going on. And they have someone – it's not the real actors, but it does it, – it's people who sound simil- very similar to them who, who do the narration. It's just one guy doing like all the voices. That guy's <laughs> an amazing voice actor if he's doing all of them. But um, yeah, I've been just, I'm, in fact, I'm a little upset that I'm not continuing watching. I had to stop watching to do the episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, they're great. I don't know. Maybe we'll throw up a link later. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we'll put that up on uh, Facebook or on the website. Uh, okay. I, I thought of my nerdy confession. So I just finally finished the epic fantasy series Wheel of Time. And it's like 14 books long, and it took me, I don't know, the better part of a year to read through all of those books. And it was, you know, it's one of those things kind of like The Dark Tower, which I know you're a big fan of that as well, Christian, um, where it's 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 laid out and, like, you know, starts really small and then builds and builds and builds and builds. And then, like, the entire last book was, like, just an epic battle. And I'm so bummed that it's over now. Because now it's like, what do I do? New series. Um, which I, I picked up a new series. I'm uh, reading The Expanse, which is sci-fi. Did you ever see that one? I, TV I show. Too. the show. The show's great. Dude, the show is uh, almost note for note, the book. So, really? Yeah, so it's oh, wow. really, really close. I was surprised because I watched the show first, and the and the book following it is pretty good. Um, but yeah, Wheel of Time. I think if, if – uh, I know I've talked about it a little bit on this uh, podcast, but – if you're a fan of fantasy, it is like one of those epic tales of good versus evil and just magic and monsters and dark beings and stuff. It's really, really good. So check it out. But I am super bummed that it's over. I'm sure HBO will pick it up later. Uh, the, yeah, the, I forget who. Someone is developing it already. I think it's Amazon Prime or something like that. So I'm excited to see that. But uh, it's one of those things like the Gunslinger or Dark Tower um, where it's going to be hard to Transition. translate yeah. that whole thing into it. But, you know, it's doable if they have the right people behind it. All right, Anya, what, what's your uh, nerdy confession? Oh, man. You guys both chose things you like, so I feel like I should do you something that's to. like... You do something you dislike or... Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like I need to be different. Yeah, so... I think my nerdy confession like two weeks ago was that I hate Reddit. <laughs> so... What? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I got a lot of flack for that I could, one. I could go so deep into why Reddit is the next thing, but not right now. Um, <laughs> All they need, the short the short version of that argument is that th- they have good content. They just need a web designer to make that page make sense and work on my phone. 
That's that's all I ask. That's all hey, I the, ask. the website asked you a thousand times to download the app, and as much as everyone doesn't want to download another app, the Reddit app is all right. It's not the best. There's a lot of yeah, kinks, but I know it's the main thing that I have a problem is my friend Nick, who sends me Reddit posts all the time. I, I try to click on them and it says open in the app. I'm like, okay. And then it doesn't open in the app. I'm like, well, <laughs> you asked me if you wanted to open in the app. And I said, yes, I did what you wanted. And uh, you, you betrayed me. I'm so like, that's my main argument. I don't right. know, man. People have solved crimes on Reddit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, man. Reddit's crazy. Um, nerdy confession. Okay. Judgment free zone, right? Yeah. I yeah, like zone. I'm going to get so much flack for this. I like the prequels better than the original Star Wars. Whoa. No, we actually, no, you're not, okay. actually, you're not even the only guest. But go, I'm sorry. We inter- go, go for it. No, no, no. It's just I never saw the original as a kid. I grew up with the prequels. Oh, okay. And so when I was like 20, I was like, oh, I should probably sit down and finally actually watch these. <laughs> and I, I watched the first one and I literally was like, wait, they built an entire franchise off this this movie? Like once you watch all three together, it's like, oh yeah, these are great. But if you just like end it at the first one, right. you're like, so he shot one shot into one spaceship and blew it up, and that's we made an entire multi million dollar franchise off this one. So that's a fair point. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> it just felt like like really anti all three together, great. But like the first one by itself, I was like, that's kind of anticlimactic for multiple millions of dollars to build off this. Yeah, but I think that's a good point. I mean. And I think one thing that I always like to think of, because I love the original ones and I, you know, I grew up with them on, on VHS, you know, I had multiple copies on VHS and the Christmas special. I never had the Christmas yeah, special. No, I, I still haven't seen it, but you I'm, still haven't seen it. I, uh, you should watch it. I it's terrible. <laughs> Anya, have you seen the Christmas special? It's terrible and terrible all at the same time. Oh, it's so bad. It's where they introduced Boba Fett. Listen, it is wonderful and terrible yeah, all at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Boba Fett is introduced for the first time in a cartoon in the Christmas special. He okay. rides a dinosaur and he has a weird voice. Okay, all right. Um, but uh, yeah, you I'm know, waiting I, for the Blu-ray to come. Out <laughs> it's never going to happen. George Lucas <laughs> no. buried it. Yeah, he does not want that out there. <laughs> I'll wait for the 4K. <laughs> the 4K. <laughs> Some, Disney has it, so who knows? Maybe it'll come out this Christmas. They're going to be like coming out of the vault. <laughs> yeah, opening the Disney vault. <laughs> the diamond. Was it? That's yeah, the diamond the collection. collection. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I think one thing with Star Wars that always struck me is like, if you go back and try to watch other movies that were coming out in, what was it, 1979, 78? I don't know. I mean, I should I should know that as a Star Wars fan. But um, all the other movies coming out at that time, Star Wars was vastly better than any sort of sci-fi that had had come out at that time. Everything else was like Flash Gordon, super hokey, like you know. Whoa, hold on! You don't love Flash Gordon? (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man! Flash Gordon is good. That's got a theme song that'll never escape your head. Ah, come on, man, dude. So okay, I'm not hating on Flash Gordon. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, we've already decided. If you, <laughs> if you look That's at it. Star you hate Wars, Flash Gordon, you're canceled. You're right. All right, <laughs> nerd expression. I hate Flash Gordon. I don't hate Flash Gordon. It's just, it's campy. You know, it's like it's just no Star Wars. Yeah, it's not Star Wars by, by a long shot. Um, seventy-seven. Seventy-seven. Sorry. Okay, I was close. Anyway, but yeah, you look at some of the other stuff coming out there, and it, it's it was so different. That I'm sure people lost their minds when they saw like a lightsaber or an X-wing or the you know the trench run of the Death Star. Oh so. no, definitely. I was just like, as a kid who like grew up with the prequels, you were like, what? And I think, <laughs> and, and I feel like I'm a prequel apologist 
I actually like the prequels too, but you know, they they have certain (laughs) shortcomings, you know, that like Jar Jar Binks was rough. uh, I'll admit like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Have you read the theory about, or the theory about him being a Sith? Yes. I I have that as my headcanon and that's the only way he stays alive. I'm like, you know what? No, he's actually a mastermind and y'all are, you don't understand. (laughs) He did have the red eyes. It's true. Maybe, maybe he was, he was playing all of us. Maybe. You can't do that backflip without the force. We got to be real here. That's true. Maybe that's what's going to come in episode nine. Maybe that's who is actually laughing. It's not. Oh, the so Emperor. you know how in Solo we had, I mean, spoiler alert, at the end, Darth Maul was there. Yep. And Lando, that's where we're going to figure out that, you know, it was really Darth Jar Jar. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I- I'm down. I'm down to see that. That would be pretty cool. I mean, I I actually, first of all, I love Liam Neeson's. He's awesome. Um, Qui-Gon Jinn was a fantastic character. And then Obi-Wan as Ewan McGregor. I actually like him better than, you know, Sir Alec Guinness, which is blasphemy, I know. But he was awesome. (laughs) If we weren't recording, I'd slap the shit out of you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, no, I I, I definitely like parts of it. And then the lightsaber fighting was, you know, way better in those prequel movies. My only thing is that um, he was mad. When he was fighting Darth Maul, like he used anger, he was upset. He was just an old man. He was getting winded. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Obi Wan. Yeah, Obi Wan. Obi Wan. When he was fighting Darth I'll just Maul, Qui Gon Jinn. I'm like, he wasn't that mad. No, no, no. no. He was mad. He killed Darth Maul. Pissed. Yeah, well, um, and he spent the rest. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Have you seen Clone Wars? He ain't dead. Yeah, that's true. Oh well, yeah, sure. And I mean, um, one thing too is that he used. If if you you're taking that side of it, I'll argue this. That he actually spent the rest of those two movies warning Anakin against the dangers of using anger. So he, he lost that. control. He's like, I've been there, bro. Yeah, And exactly. that's actually, someone pointed that out recently. They were like, the scene at the end of the third one where he's like, Anakin, don't do it. I've got the high ground. is because he did that with Darth Maul. And so he was literally like, bro, I've been in this experience. I know how to counter this. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to chop you right in half. <laughs> that, you know, like, I... I that scene is so fun. The the memes that have come out of that, the high ground, are just so funny. But it was an important part of Star Wars. It was a brother fighting against you know a brother. Essentially, I would say it's more like a father son. Well, he actually says, "Anakin, you're my brother." Oh, that's true. <laughs> but you're right, father son. Sure. Um, but yeah, you know. But then that meme came out and it ruined that whole scene for me. It made it so beautiful. <laughs> so, so say, I, I think it made it. Especially made with it the better. Titanic music. Oh, God. Have you seen uh, at Star Wars Celebration, there were some cosplayers dressed as uh, Obi and Anakin? No. And he, he's on an escalator going upwards, and he's like, Anakin, don't do it. I oh. have the high ground. And then Anakin's like, I don't even remember what he says, but then he just jumps on the el- like the escalator at the bottom and just slowly rides it up to him. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. My favorite cosplay I saw from uh, the Star Wars celebration was there's a random behind the scenes photo taken from the original movie, A New Hope. The boomstick guy. The boomstick guy. Yes. (laughs) And there's this this guy in pink shorts, no shirt on, holding a a mic boom. And his little cutie shorts. Yeah. It's a little like. You, Cody, texted me that image, but with the guy, with the original guy with the boomstick. I was like, dude. Yeah. No one's going to know who he is, but I'm sure he had. A copy of that picture. Oh, with yeah. Him. He had to. Oh, if not. I mean, Star Wars Celebration is one of those things. You could literally, like, cosplay a character in the very corner of the background of something, and yeah. someone's going to know who you are. Yeah. 
Someone's going to know the backstory of that entire character. That was that was a good idea on that dude's part. It was so funny. I mean, that guy, what a champion. <laughs> so speaking of cosplay, um, Anya, you are quite the profound cosplayer. Um, I do cosplay, yes. So uh, let's talk a little bit about that. Uh, what first got you into cosplay and uh, like what was your first, uh, first one you ever did? How did you get your start? Um, okay, so it's gonna, it's a long story, I essentially, but, um, we have time. I, I really wanted to do karate lessons. Oh, yeah. I know. Just follow me here. Um, and my mom was like, heck no, techno, you're a girl. You have to do girly girl Did things. Your mom say that? like, that's so weird. Yeah, okay. she, she loves to say heck no, techno. <laughs> okay. Um, but no, no, she was like, uh, I'll trade you if you take sewing lessons, oh. then you can do karate lessons. And I was like, I bet. She just wanted uh, to save money and have you make your own gi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, so I started sewing lessons and I was, of course, I didn't like it because that just wasn't the thing I was interested in. Um, but I was really, really into like Sailor Moon and Bleach and a bunch of different mangas I could pick up at like the local bookstore and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just eventually, like one of the afternoons, I remember she had um, Lord of the Rings on and she was like, my teacher was watching me like fawn over Lord of the Rings. And she's like, why do you like this so much? And I was like, look at the elf costumes. They're so pretty, blah, blah, blah. She's like, you know, we could make those. And I was like, what? Hold the phone. <laughs> I've been making quilts for like four months. And I don't even like quilts. That. I was like, no, I, you have to understand. My parents still have them and I, I don't use them. They keep being like, oh, do you want these blankets? And I'm like, no. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, once she said that we could do that, I like brought her a photo and I was like, I want to make this. And it was um, nominated from Kingdom Hearts. Too. Oh, nice. And I was like, can we please? And she was like, that's so simple. Yes. <laughs> the only over like sewing squares, I was like blowing my mind. And then once I realized that that was a possibility, um, I used to browse uh, cosplay.com a lot. Okay. Um, and I remember I just like looked like convention schedule tour and it just had like all the conventions in all the different um, countries and like in alphabetical order by like convention name. And I remember I was like, I live in Indiana. I'm going to go to eyes. And sure enough, there was a convention in my hometown that started with an I and I was like, Oh, that's in a month. What? And nice. so like I put together Misa Misa costume from like stuff in my closet from Death Note, and then I made, like, a little Death Note, and I went there, and I walked in, and right away, someone was like, you're Misa Misa, <laughs> and I was like, I had that, like, nerd connection where you're like, yo, you know what I am? Yeah. You like the things I like? And I was hooked from then on out. I was like, this is it. This is what I do. <laughs> so I do this always. So how many cons do you go to a year? Um, that was a this last year was like kind of slow for me because I decided to move, you know, cross country. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was doing a lot because I lived in the Midwest and everything is relatively three hours away. Oh, nice. Uh, I would say in the peak seasons, I'm going to at least one a month, if not two. And then in the slow seasons, I mean, in the Midwest in the winter, people don't really convene because we all stay indoors and hibernate. Yeah. Um, but then probably one every other month when it hits winter. So okay. at least 12, if not more. That's crazy. Which doesn't seem like a lot, but... And do you primarily just go to anime specifically, or do you go to, 
Like, will you go to Comic Con or Fanime? Or I mean, Fanime is anime. <laughs> um, um, Comic Con, yeah. WonderCon, you know, Star Trek, uh, that sort oh. of thing. Um, no, no, no. So I used to only do anime conventions, and then I like once I got into college, I was like, oh, I want to. This is hilarious. I'm saying the story because the person I'm living with is the whole reason I'm into comics, really. Um, <laughs> I was like, I want to get into comics. So I went into like the local comic book store and I literally like walked up to the person. I was like the clerk, which is now my roommate. And I was like, yo, if I wanted to get into comics, like how would I do that? And they're like, you pick the best time. Cause DC just relaunched. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, oh yeah. New 52. <laughs> yeah. The new 52. And so, um, I started reading those and that's when I was like, Oh my God, I want to go to comic conventions more. Um, and after having been to both, I would say I'm more of a fan of comic conventions slash expos because at expos, there's more to do. I'm not really a panel type person, right? which is really all that anime conventions tend to do minus like anime expo or the big ones. So, okay. Yeah. I mean, when I used to go to anime expo every year and, you know, I feel like for most anime conventions, I go there to, you know, walk around and people watch, of course. Um, but also like watch cool animes and then like, um, you know, like fan made videos and stuff. Like I, I love the AMV hells and, um, if oh you, have you seen all those? They're so good. I hate, okay. I have a love hate relationship with AMV hell and that's because it was <laughs> my first anime expo I was going to, I was going to dress as Julia from Cowboy Bebop and I'm still in the middle of watching Cowboy Bebop for the first time. And we were, my friend and I were finishing our costumes and we were like, oh, let's put on AMV Hell. And in AMV Hell, I got to see Julia's death scene, which I didn't know occurred yet. <laughs> oh, no. I was just like, wait, what? And my friend was like, oh, you haven't reached that part? Ooh. And I was like, she's dead? <laughs> and like, after yeah. that, I was like, we're turning this off. I don't want to see this anymore. Yeah, my, I could totally imagine. I've had several things. Yeah, that's I that feel like sucks. watching like a, like a AMV Hell for like Game of Thrones and then finding out about the Red Wedding. And you just uh, be yeah. like, excuse me. That's that's rough. That's why I like I like watching the older ones. That way, you know, everything's kind of out there already. A lot of stuff I've seen. Have you ever seen um, the? It was the Evan Evangelion Redeath one. No, I haven't. Oh my god, look that up. It's it's amazing. Okay. It's just all Evangelion, but it's like, you know, it's it's like AMV Hell where people speak over, um, uh, speak over the voices in their own voice. It was made by some guys at the community college I went to, De Anza. Okay. They actually made it this video, and it's oh my god! They play it at Fanime every year. It's amazing. <laughs> um, so going getting back to cosplaying. So, how do you decide on characters you want to do, and you know, what's kind of your process when you try to pick something out and make a costume? Oh my god, you make it sound like there's so much more to it. Uh... <laughs> well, actually, I have a, so I have a question. So, like the whole. <laughs> Do cosplayers get together and, like, decide on a theme? Like, because I've noticed, like, when... Oh, sometimes. Yeah. Because, like, when Bowsette came out, like, there was so many. And I was like, whoa, like, it all... And I feel oh, like it... that's, like, a whole other... Hold on. Okay, so, hold on. Picking out a character, literally, I just go, ooh, she cute. Yeah. I want a beer. And that's about it. It makes that's, sense. That's... And if I have to read source material, like, I'm trying to think of, like, for example... Like Black Canary, I remember when they like okay. redid her outfit for Birds of Prey. I was like, "Oh, she's cute," and then read all of Birds of Prey, and then was like, "Actually, I don't like her." Um, <laughs> hey, but I that's research, up, like, though. That's cool, though. You know, like exactly. you know, what? I don't like. It. I'm not going to do it. 
sorry, my cat scared me. Um, but then that led me to like fall in love with Poison Ivy. Um, okay. But yeah, so usually like it's literally for me, it's always aesthetics first, and then I'll like read or watch whatever I need to, and then I'll be like, ooh, I love or ooh, I hate, and then change from there. Um, Bowsette. So that's an interesting like. As much as everyone likes the design, when like for example, right now it's Black Colchon. When the meme is hot, it means the algorithms will be hot, so people will share it more. And people will like it more, which means you have a greater chance of increasing followers and likes and things like that. So that but that's one of those things where you hop on it so you can be on the popularity train. Oh, I know. It's like, uh, uh, like, hey, let's all do something together. It was more just like, this character looks cute, and I want to cosplay it. And also, everyone likes it, so let's just all hop on it now. Yeah, because like, like when it, it came out, I just saw like a bunch of cosplayers doing it. And I'm like, whoa. I was like, is this a character in, like, a video game I missed? Like, how did I miss this? Like, <laughs> No, like, it's just a meme. <laughs> it was just crazy how it was everywhere. Well, I think one thing one thing that I've noticed, just, you know, um, I, I, don't, I haven't cosplayed in, in quite some time. Um, but one thing I've noticed just from going to these conventions and stuff, that there are trends, you know? Like, whatever is kind of hot at the moment, you're guaranteed to see some of those things. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, it's just like, it's like... You know, when everyone everyone was drinking that ice, acai berry stuff, you know, it was like, it's a trend, you know, it's, um, and then the next year you won't see hardly any of them, but it is kind of interesting. I think, you know, like I remember when Naruto was in its heyday, you know, that was like, I mean, everyone was Gara. There were so many Gara's oh, yes. all the time. <laughs> Everywhere. And then, you know, and then later on it became the, uh, was the Akatsuki, you know, and, um, you know. It, it, I, whatever's hot at the moment, like people are, you know, they get their ideas from the same place everyone else does. So, was that the same thing with the uh, Waluigi? Waluigi. Yeah, there was like I've seen a couple like Waluigi like cosplayers and stuff. Like it just felt like it all happened at once. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Oh, um, I know a lot of people did it for the meme because when Smash came out, they were like, "Oh, do it for the meme." Um, I did it for Dragon Con two years ago but that's um so my previous year i kind of wore my first like quote-unquote revealing costume i wore a uh, psylocke and her like black like the latex body thong. Yeah. yeah and i was like harassed so much and it would just Ooh. like kind of shocked me because i'd never experienced anything like that so then i like joked around with my friends about wanting to do a sexy waluigi with like full <laughs> facial prosthetics so oh that way, gosh. and I would do it at that convention as payback. So then, like, when I would walk around, everyone would, like, you know, cat call me from behind. But then, like, I would, like, slow turn and be like, and, like, <laughs> it worked. Like, it worked. We literally, like, there was a guy following me in That's CVS, hilarious. like, recording me walking. Ugh. And my friend was like, this guy's recording you. So then I literally just stopped slowly and, like, gave him my best Waluigi walk. And he immediately, like, zoomed his phone away and was, like, hightailing it out, like, <laughs> knowing he made mistakes. It was so worth it. So that's that's actually another question that I was going to get into. How do you deal with fuck, – Fuckboys? Yeah, I, 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 I was going to go with a better <laughs> word, but sure. How do you deal with fuckboys? Pervs? Um, you know, it's a case-by-case situation, really. Um, at Dragon Con this past year, I was wearing Poison Ivy, which I did, like um, – like the full, the how to put it? It's basically where she just has leaves. You just glue leaves the, all over yourself. Essentially, <laughs> but you know, it was like a thong, and so I was walking 
trying to find my friends, and then out of nowhere, this literal cosplayer dressed as Superman comes up alongside me, and he's like, there's a guy that's been following you, recording you oh, man. from Super- behind. Superman's such you- a Boy Scout. He <laughs> was like, do you want me to step in? And I was like, no, I've got this. And in that situation, I like turned around and was like, yo, give me your phone, delete this. You know, it was like really aggressive because I was by myself. <laughs> yeah. But otherwise, usually I'll just tell, like, I'll be up front with people. Like if they, I've had people like grab me or um, oh, like slap me inappropriately. And I'll just be like, you know, like, excuse you, like, don't, especially if we're like on the con floor, I'll be like, yo, security, like get this person. Um in Psylocke one time, uh, my friends love telling this story to everyone. Um, we were crossing the street um, in Atlanta, coming from Hooters, having, like, a post-photo shoot meal. And this lady bumped into me on, like, really hard on purpose, like, shoulder-checked me. And she's like, Whoa. prostitution's illegal in the state of Georgia. Whoa. <laughs> and we were just like, that was one of those cases where I was like, what? I'm going to walk away. I don't know. What, what do you say to that? Um so it's definitely case by case, but usually I'm very like, you have to be like, uh, aware of the situations you put yourself in. Like, yes, no one should touch me or say things to me, but I can't be naive to think that it's not going to happen because it's not a perfect world. So I do make sure like if I'm wearing an overly sexy costume that I've got someone with me, if I'm doing a photo shoot with someone I haven't met before, I have someone with me. Like you just have to have those safety um nets put yourself in a safe situation kind of thing just because it's like you know buddy system man see i've actually seen a guy take a picture of a cosplayer this was at a silicon valley comic-con he was like from behind and it was like he had to be like almost 60 he was like definitely upper 50s and like he got like really close to her like to her like her butt and I was I was with a friend and I like I straight up was like Superman and I was gonna step in and say something like yo what the fuck and then they grabbed me and I was like like that's not cool it's like yeah but it's not your place to get in I was like well dude like that's like then who will you know like if no one else does it's like and then yeah I mean then the guy like finally tapped her in the shoulder and asked to take a picture and she's like oh yeah but he took an appropriate picture you know from the front <sighs> not like the zoomed in but. And it's like, one of those situations where if you don't feel comfortable stepping in or if your friends are like, hey, that's not your place, that's 100% okay because I definitely understand the situation of, like, you don't want to get in a fist fight over something that, you know, wasn't your battle to begin with. Um, but you could always... Or in a place like, where always, people always, carry always, swords. <laughs> right. You know, you can always, 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 if you ever see someone taking a photo, like a photo or a footage or videos or anything that is inappropriate, if you even just let that person that's getting filmed... Or photograph, no. A, it's going to make them feel safer because they know someone's looking out for them. And then B, the person can address the situation themselves however they want to. Whether they're okay with it and they're like, yeah, whatever, let it go. Or if they're not okay with it, they can, you know, confront the person. Yeah, so I think that's, you know, definitely letting the person, you know, the target, if you will, of that. um, The victim? The victim. (laughs) Target sounds cooler. (laughs) I like how your mind was uh, putting myself in the the guy who's doing the thing <laughs> instead of like helping the victim. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's the target, the target of the action. I don't know. No, no, he's like a CIA agent. You know? Yeah, you know, I'm trying. To <laughs> forgive me. I'm sorry. As I was saying, oh, forgive me. I, I interrupted. Yeah, I think I think letting the the person involved know. You know, the, the, the cosplayer, no, is probably 
one of the best courses of action. And they could kind of take whatever sure. action they want. Um, but you mentioned security. How are they at? Uh, how are the conventions at actually helping helping you guys out when you're out on the floor and stuff? Are they pretty responsive? It depends on what convention you go to. I definitely have some that like are incredibly passive, oh. and I've been to other conventions that are like tasing people left and right, insanely on top of it. Like I remember, I was was it C two E two? Yeah, I think it was C two E two. Would have been either last year. Or... Did I go last year? My years are blending together. It was either last year or the year before. It only getting, gets worse when you get older. I was getting threats. Oh, no, it was the year before. I was getting threats from someone in DMs saying that they were going to try and find me on the con floor and tase me. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, and so I put it up on my Facebook because I've got like crazy friends. And I was like, bros, can not dox him, but like, I need this info. Like, if any of you can find this info. And literally one of my friends, like found their Twitter and from their Twitter found their steam and from their steam found their Skype from their Skype from their email from the email from their found their Facebook and I was like bro wow. there we go we connected the puzzle and from there we the found matrix. out that, like, I love it. we found out that they weren't actually there that they were in Washington but we couldn't Whoa. confirm that they were at the convention so I took their Facebook and then this like my friend made a zip file this like zip file have you guys seen It's Always Sunny, where, like, Charlie has all, like, the papers and... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How I felt, like, going to security. I was like, listen, to so this All the yarn I'm... and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I showed them that, and I was like, and here's his DM saying that, like, he's going to threaten me. And they literally immediately went onto, the, like, their list of people who could attend and, like, immediately blocked him. They're oh, like, nice. He, he doesn't have a badge, and he'll never have a badge. Here you go. And I was like, see, sweet. See, Cody, you know how our friends did that? It was probably Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah, I'm, I'm not saying Reddit doesn't do some work for good. <laughs> well, that's that's good. I I'm I'm happy to hear that stuff like that actually happens. You know, when when people are acting crazy, because I mean, you know, I I don't know how long I've been going to conventions. It's at this point in my life, it's probably been wow. Oh, I don't want to think about that. Never, yeah, just yeah, never mind. Uh, <laughs> more than a decade. You know, um, it's you see a lot of weird behavior and I know that some people are socially awkward. It's like I had one friend who he, he was super interested in the cosplay scene. He wasn't a creeper. Like, let me put, put that out there first. I know who you're talking about. We're not going to say his name. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say his name, but he would, he would take pictures of cosplayers and, but he would never, I'd be like, Hey man, you want, you want to take a picture with them to show that, Hey, I'm here at this convention too. You know, like, you know, next, next to the person. And he was like, no, it's okay. And I'm like, okay, well, I mean, realistically, like if you go to that person's website, they have better taken pictures than the ones you're taking. <laughs> so That's a good point. Right? I mean, you know, you go to professional photographers all the time, and it's like, well, you know, you're at the convention, you know, take a picture with them, you know? So that way, oh, look, who, look who I ran into who's super cool. But, uh, yeah, he never wanted to. But, you know, luckily he, he wasn't taking pictures of asses and stuff like that. So. Yeah. <laughs> At least not that I saw, but who knows? <laughs> I don't want to see his hard drive. <laughs> um, well, uh, that that's I'm glad that to hear at least there's some support and like you know having a good group of friends I think is a, is a good tip for any uh, uh, new cosplayer out there because oh, always you know first of all always. going to conventions better with friends anyway, but um, you know putting yourself in a safe 
safe space, I think. is. I think, and that's something that a lot of the times, especially with newer cosplayers, when they're looking to, like, guest at conventions, they're always feeling like, oh, like, I should be so gracious that I'm getting this opportunity, and they're too scared to ask for things. But, like, always right away, my first thing to ask for is ask for a guest. Like, I have to have a handler. Yeah. And that's just so you always know you have that that's what you should title them as like your handler, like someone who's going to help you either carry in your stuff or like help you with your costumes, but just to have that safe space because the amount of horror stories I've read about people who have gone to conventions either out of the country or out of States and then they get stuck there or they had a bad situation with either con staff or attendees while there and they had no one to like back them up. It's just so crazy. And so it's always, you know, make that safe space. So that way if these things happen, which they might, you know, you're prepared. I'm changing my title. I don't. I no longer okay. want to be co-host. I want to be, you want to be my handler. <laughs> I want to be Cody's handler. You know, to help me out, make sure I'm safe, and yeah. uh, make sure you hit the keep you button. safe if I get out of control. There we go. There you yeah. go. So like, um, when you and we talked about this off air, but like I wanted to make sure we got it on the podcast. When you oh, yeah. are, um, I forgot about that. Talking to like let's say fans or you know, mm-hmm. like how do you if things get Let's say a little. How do, you, how do you tip off your handler? Yeah, like if things <laughs> to use your own words. If things get a little, you know, if so, okay. weird. If you feel that you've become a target, to use my words. Yes. Um, so I'm actually. It's funny. I'm the one that created the word in the friend group, but I'm also always the one that forgets the word. Oh no. Um, but we have a code word, and our code word. Oh, I don't know if I should say it. We're gonna have Ooh. to make a new code word. Okay. Well, well, no, maybe maybe fine. not. No, 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 maybe not. Fine. Maybe don't say it. If it's I don't. No, no, it's fine. Cause like. No, it's fine. We'll, we'll make a new one. Creeper, creepers uh, should know that they're making people uncomfortable. <laughs> but um, our code word is cheese fries. And so we'll bring the word cheese fries into a conversation like, oh, hey, do you want to go get cheese fries? Or I'm really craving cheese fries. What about you? And that one is usually like, I'm creeped up by this guy. Are you? And then we'll be like, oh, like, no, I don't want cheese fries. <laughs> no, like, fuck no, cheese fries. You know no, what? Like, we're, gonna... we're cool. <laughs> This is a, a nerds of friends first. We're gonna we're just gonna bleep it out. We'll we'll have little bleeps. I don't know how to do that. We're not doing that. Okay, we're not, we're never mind. Forget it. <laughs> no, that's fine. We'll we'll find something else. But um, I was really looking forward to maybe using a dolphin noise. Switch it to it, switch but... it to chili fries or um, onion rings. You know, the my, possibilities my, are endless. Or just did you hear the new episode of Nerds of Friends? You know, like <laughs> did you hear it? Like hey, I've heard it. Have you heard Nerds with Friends? And then everyone gets out of there, and you're plugging us as well. Yeah, that's great. So <laughs> Then we just have a bunch of creepers listening to. Hey, as long as they subscribe, <laughs> as long as they mash that like button, mash that like button, hit well, subscribe. It's fine, I'm with it. I'm okay. All right. Well, then they can get educated too. That's <laughs> true. Do. Like, don't they can don't listen be, to this episode? Don't be a creep and like, better I themselves. Surprise one time, and I'll be like, oh no, <laughs> oh no. So I'd be remiss if we didn't talk a little bit about Game of Thrones. I mean. uh I think that it's it's the topic that's on everyone's mind right now, right? It's the Bowsette of shows. <laughs> it is. <laughs> is the... Bowsette making a comeback for you? <laughs> I don't know. I Christian's don't know. always like six months behind yeah. the trends. <laughs> uh, they have to filter through Reddit first. There we go. You need to go. You need to go to Black Hole Chan now. Bowsette's dead. Was... So is the black... black is the Black Hole Chan? Is that the uh, picture of the black hole that's made into different stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, nice. there was Earth Chan. I don't know if you remember when someone made, like, the Earth look like a cute little girl that wears, like, the NASA shirt. Oh, my God. 
I did not and see then, that. And no, then they discovered a, like a photo of a black hole and it was like gorgeous. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The event horizon. Right, and so then, of course, Japan was like, uh, let's make it a big titted anime girl. And so then everyone's like, yes. Whoa, oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> Good I saw, old Japan. I, I saw Reddits like... Are you, what subreddits are you on? I'm not. Maybe I should be. <laughs> I don't know. I have to wait for people to send me stuff on Reddit and then it doesn't open and then I ignore it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's awesome. Yeah, I, I have seen a couple pictures of that of, uh, you know, people designing like, you know, tops and bottoms for that. And I think it looks just, really funny. Moving forward, I'm just going to hit up Anya to keep us like. Yeah, just <laughs> just let us know yeah, it's cool I'm so we can talk about it. Train. Let's yeah. go. I mean. Black hole chance almost dead. I'm not gonna lie to you. You probably got like another. Yeah, I know we gotta wait of... for the next scientific discovery. Just on Twitter, Instagram, just just send me a message. Hey, <laughs> you need, this is what you need to be on. <laughs> just drop this into your next podcast. <laughs> All right, but let's let's talk a little bit. Episode two, Game of Thrones, season eight. Yes. Uh, Anya, what did you think of the episode first and foremost? And spoil <gasps> away. Well, we will say if oh, you yeah, haven't spoilers, seen it. Spoilers. Spoiler alert. Uh, so turn it off now. You've already listened to most of the episode, but. We're going to talk Game of Thrones. Also, so. shame this, on you for not seeing. When this it. comes out, me. it would have been a week. So if you yeah, haven't exactly. watched it, that's hold on. Don't ditch me. Listen to my spoilers. Come yeah, back exactly. in. You yeah. need a Hulu password? I got you. <laughs> Hit me up. Let's go. Let's get this started. Epic Forge sex. I've been waiting how many seasons for this to happen? Oh my god, blessed Arya. Yeah, amazing. Although. It felt like watching my little sister, so it was thank also you. really creepy. That's, like, yeah. that's thank you, thank you so much because yeah. that's what we're me like, and Cody were texting. Man, we we watched this little girl grow up, and now there she is naked. I'm, I don't know. I'm not gonna lie; it made me that, uncomfortable. Though, yeah, but here's the thing: you only say that because she has a rounder doll face. Her and um, Sophie Turner are the exact same age. Really. They really? are the exact same I'm age. Not... Actually, Sophie Turner put out a great plus. She's little... super tall. Glorious so... drunk video. Oh, yeah. Did you watch it? <laughs> did you yeah. watch it? Cody? Yes, I did. It was. I'm plugged in. Fucking hilarious. I was like, oh my god, as if we needed another reason to love her. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so funny. Um, but I was excited for that because it was the most human moment we've ever seen out of Arya in the past couple of seasons. Once, right. since season one, her really. Father was beheaded. She stopped processing emotions she really started to cut herself off from humanity and for her to ask for something like hey i want to i want to know what sex is like before i die that's the first time she has ever admitted she's going to die because she has for the entirety of this show been not today not today that's what we see that's what taught her everyone was making jokes about that scene when she's like rolled over of her being like not happy with the whole situation that just went down but really it's her realizing like nah I can't say not today. I'm dying. And like, I don't want to die because I'm going to lose my family and I'm going to lose this guy. I like, and I've never had these things, nor did I think I deserve them. So I was just like, Oh yeah. Damn. I think I went deep. I just, (laughs) I was just like, I'm uncomfortable with the side boob. (laughs) No, I think you're right though. It is a, it's a, it's a good step in her, in, um, in her story arc, you know, she has been forever this character where we're like, oh my God, she's a little girl learning to do all these crazy things. And this is the first time you're like, no, she's a woman. She is in control of her own destiny now. And, uh, you know, she's facing some life-threatening situations where she might not make it through the next day. So, you know, I, I, mean, I, think, oh, it was, <laughs> I think it was an awesome uh, moment for her. But yeah, it was a little weird. For me, it was With- the... 
Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Uh, with the teaser, we one of the very first HBO teasers for the season, we see her running for her life, like out of breath. Yeah. And everyone was like, "Oh my god, is she dying? Is she gonna die? Is this how like?" And I thought that too. You know, like, oh, this is probably like pre to her death scene, her running away from like a White Walker or something. Yeah. But now after we've had this scene, I'm like, I promise you that scene, that clip is her running to Gendry. Yeah. She's going to find out Gendry's in danger and she's going to run for her life straight into danger against all odds because she's going to try and win him, like fight whatever battle or, oh, that was just one thing. And then, you know, you have, uh, you've got Pod the Rod dropping, dropping some great vocals. Um, Pod the Rod. <laughs> You know, Podrick Payne is so so awesome. Oh, he is. But they never really said what made him amazing at the whorehouse. I'm assuming it's the rod. But... It's it's no, it's them golden vocal cords, boy. Yeah, he sung his way into. He's just a very with... considerate lover, you know. Yeah, yeah. he listens to your needs. Hey, man, <laughs> the girls at the brothel return the money. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then that was just it. Was one of those like really? It reminded me of um. Oh my god! I just watched Lord of the Rings. Is it Merry or Pippin that sings? Uh, ooh, I always get those. Ooh, mixed. I think, I think it it's Pippin. Pippin. Yeah, I think it's Pippin. That sings the song. It literally, I was like, I'm gonna cry. I'm getting them feels. Yeah. Um, a lot I of people we... are saying too that that song, if you look at the lyrics, talk about Arya. Because hmm. it's all about a. a uh, oh man, I'm not gonna be able to find it quickly. But yeah, no, it's all about the wall crashing. It's all about Jane. the wall coming down oh, and yeah. this girl of of whoever the uh, jane of something in the song running to and from different people that she loves and stuff like that so um they're talking about it's it's about aria and maybe her having to uh you huh. know, die to save her family or something like that but i don't think she's gonna die i, personally uh, don't, think- I don't know who I, knows at this point i you know all bets are off um i will oh, say I, and I, I feel terrible saying it but the only one i know for sure and i i don't i hope i'm wrong but Tormund, Tormund's definitely going. I think I think Brienne might die, and no, I think Tormund no. might be. Did you see how big she smiled? The bigger the smile, the bigger yeah. the death sentence. Yeah, like that's the way the show goes. I don't know. I feel <laughs> like I feel like Tormund's well, gonna. Like, well, good to know you. I feel like he he's gonna die saving her life, and he's gonna kill another giant in the process. Ooh, it's one of be, the ice it's, giants. It's gonna be one of the ice giants. He's gonna kill it, but he's gonna die in the process. So so here's how I see it going down. All right. Ah. I have the whole scene and we'll know by the time you're listening to this if this happens or not, probably. Yeah, probably. But I think she's going to die and Jamie's gonna be there holding her as she's dying. Right? And like she's gonna say something about like thank you for, you know, for finally letting me achieve what i've always wanted she's always wanted to be a knight and never has been let because you know because she's a woman um and then Tormund's going to be over in the corner like fucking getting super pissed and that's when he's going to go kill the giant because he's going to freak out once she dies and then jamie's going to be super resolute and like go kill a bunch of white walkers with his left-handed sword but i think she is dead for sure which sucks because that moment was one of the most heartfelt moments of game of thrones where they're all toasting her, all these characters who have, some of them are just meeting that at, at that time kind of thing. You know, everyone's coming together who've never met each other and uh, they're all just toasting her, you know, the night before this great battle. I mean, it was, it was a tearjerker for sure. Oh yeah. And how amazing was Tormund when they were like, you know, it's like, well, women can't be knighted. It's like, why not? It's tradition. It's like, fuck tradition. Yeah. (laughs) Tormund is the single best character of Game of Thrones. And I think that episode 
Like really solidified oh, yeah. it. But Talking his, about how he suckled the giantess. Character? No, he's not. But I love Who's him your so favorite much. Character? That's really tough. That, that is tough. That's a oh, really tough one. For me. Is it? Who's hands, your favorite character? Hands down, Jamie Lannister. Oh, I got okay. the most Lannisters. Like, I love my Lannister family because they have the most growth. Yeah. I and mean, you can tell me, like, oh, Sansa grew up to be. No, no, no. Sansa was raised to become a smart, cunning leader. And that's yeah. exactly what she did. Mm-hmm. Arya always wanted to be a fighter. And that's what she did. Yeah. Genuine character growth. I mean, Tyrion starts and he's like, I'm going to you know, die with like a whore and be drunk, not doing that anymore. Um, Jamie, the things I do for love looks like the Prince from Shrek. Look at him now. Like yeah. different. But Cersei, she was just this like, Oh, I'm a quite quiet, like queen who bites her tongue at things. Now she like blows up an entire city. Like yeah. my Lannisters. Oh, I love yeah. them. So Jamie is, is definitely, it's a toss up between him. And I think, this one's tough because I love Jon Snow. You know, obviously he's one of the heroes. Of- <laughs> Everyone loves Jon Snow. Um, but, you know, he's the classic character. There's not a lot of surprise going on there. You know, there's not a lot of growth. He's always been the unwilling hero. So um, I think Jamie is one of the most compelling characters out there. Um, but, uh, yeah. That's one of, the, one of the things the show did amazingly. It's like you take a character like Jamie. He push a kid out of a window yeah and everyone like i was like fuck that guy i can't wait yeah, till he first, dies yeah and now you're like no he's, he's like and the show did an amazing job of having you care for this character you're like oh my god like he grew so much as a person he's no longer that person him and the hound the same way yeah it's yeah. like they showed so much i think growth J- jamie and jorah are like my, my two i'd say they're my top two i love jorah mormon also because he's such a He's such a humble guy. Makes me so mad. <laughs> yeah, it's your friend zone. He, he's I, like, he just like the amount of times he puts up with stuff with Daenerys. I'm like, literally, boy, leave. She doesn't deserve you. Yeah. Well, walk away. Like even in this episode where where um oh when Sam gives him the sword. Well, that was, yeah. So that Sam so... Sam gives him the Valyrian steel, yes. which I wanted I wanted to cry right then. And then when he's talking to his little girl cousin, who's she's awesome. Also, like I know. We haven't seen a whole lot of her, but every time, every scene she's in, Lady Mormont is awesome. Scene, yeah. yeah. Did you hear the actress? They like closed on on filming, and they asked the actress that plays Lady Mormont, like, I'm not like, how do you feel line. about it being done? And she was like, "I'm just really upset. I can't boss around old men anymore." And I was like, yeah. "That's my Lady Mormont." Yeah. yeah. She was like, "You don't have to stop." <laughs> she she said how she enjoyed shaming grown men, and she can't. Yes. She won't be able to do <laughs> yeah. No, she was great. But yeah, Jorah is all, such a sad character for the entire series. You know, he's first of all you're introduced to him. He's he's lost his birthright, and you know, uh, over a woman who basically uh, you know wanted more than he could give to her, and and that kicked him out of his own homeland. He lost his Valyrian steel. He got um, his father joined the Night's Watch because he was so shamed. And then, yeah. he, then he gets you know exiled to Essos, and he's you know uh, living with a bunch of crazy Dothraki. And then he comes back. He, he you know he loves the queen. He will do anything for her. She exiles him. I mean, like the guy has been through so much. And then he gets grayscale. Then he gets cured by the grayscale. You know, I mean, he's been through the shit. But what's cool is the little moments that he has, where, like in this episode, where um, she said, I. Th- 
you know, I thought you. I thought you should have been my hand or whatever. No, I wouldn't have thought that you would be defending the defending the person that stole Tyrion your job, yeah. who stole your job or whatever. Right. And, he, and he said, um, you know, uh, well, I was jealous of him at first, but you need him now. He's he's the one. He's the right man for the job. So like it takes it definitely it, takes a big man to be like, you know what? Yeah, this is what I wanted. But I know this person's better set. Yeah, for exactly. It, you know? He's so, just he's got that humility built into him. And. Another one of my favorite scenes was the last episode of last season with with the A team, who oh. went beyond the wall, and I mean, dude, you finally get to see all these heroes, like including Jorah, you know, go out there and just fuck up some White Walkers. When that, when I saw the them walking, I was like, all I could think about that's in, that's such an amazing, awesome like D and D like oh, <laughs> party. Dude, that like, party is straight up. They're all like level thirty. And they're all just about to fuck up that whole dungeon. <laughs> so, you know, I was trying um, to process in my mind who would be my favorite character. And I was going through a lot. And my, my, initially, I was thinking John just because he's a bastard. I'm a bastard. So I was like, you my know, favorite we is have that connection. But Robert Baratheon. I, I no. think the Onion Knight is my favorite. He's great. He is great. He loyal, Aww. you know, to a fault, you know. And he's great with kids. And that epi- that little thing with him in the past episode with the girl with the bird marks, yeah, right. and like you knew exactly what oh, yeah. he was thinking. I that broke my heart Ugh. when he started talking to her. I was like, "No, you still want your baby back?" Like, uh. yeah, I know. He's, he's Cherie. That was the, that was one of the hardest moments of all of Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, Ugh, like she if, did if nothing. You wrong. Needed another reason to hate Stannis. <laughs> Stannis, you terrible. The Baratheon person. line is just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're a bad bunch, that's for sure. Um, and we saw Ghost return. Right. I was going to. He, he was just in the corner, and I'm Have like, "Oh, what the, the fuck?" <laughs> where it's like, um, so it's uh, the part in the episode where you know John's walking towards his fellow Crow brothers who have come back, and, and then Torman like tackles him. Yeah. In that opening. Oh, that was so good. It's like it's like the fans, and it's got Ghost Head, and it's like us walking to Ghost, and then it says like Dragon CGI budget, and it just like tackles <laughs> <laughs> because that's all that keeps happening is anytime we want Ghost, they're like, oh yeah, uh, throw him in this episode, but also dragons. Yeah, he's been gone for like two seasons or something wasn't the last you know, time he was around when john got killed and i know like they didn't explain how he came back they didn't explain where he was i don't care he's i'm like, just happy that he's i back. was here the whole time i was just hunting stuff <laughs> like, what the um fuck? so theories for next episode why the heck are you sending everyone into the crypts i really only hope that there's statues there you big old dummies thank and you then- this is what i brought this up to cody <laughs> i'm like dude okay it's like, oh, we're going to put him in the safest place in the crypt where there's all these dead people against Hold a guy on, who can bring up people. There, we've only ever seen statues. So my fingers are crossed that they don't keep their crypts like we keep ours and they only use them as memorials. Well, I think the only thing that, that might be different from that is that I think Kate, Caitlin Stark, maybe it was, or maybe it was Sansa, I don't remember now. When they got Ned's bones back, I think they were looking at them in the crypt. So there might be bones down there, but what I've been we telling you, bones reanimate though. That's yeah, I know. Well, that little yeah. girl's down there. She'll take care of him. <laughs> <laughs> give, give her a Valyrian steel. Hey, there, there is Sam, the killer of White Walkers and lover of women. Well, so. here's the thing though. Like, okay, so th- those original skeletons that we saw, you know, beyond the wall when Bran was running in, they were buried in snow, right? These are buried in like rock boxes, right? 
I feel like they'd have a hard time getting out of there. Maybe we'll hear them like scratching at Hold the. On. You've got a bunch of curious, like you, you basically have a daycare down there. It's like, you know, you've got all these women and then all these toddlers and I've worked daycare. If there's a rattling box, you bet your ass three-year-olds are going to open that shit. Be like, skeleton. And just like unleash unfathomable hell. There you go. And maybe that's why Aria was running down there, you know, was, oh God, she figured, oh shit. Like they're down there. Yeah, maybe. Oh, and then, oh, go ahead. Sorry, um, my friend had this great theory. So you know how they're like, quote unquote, laying this trap for the Night King? Yeah. But the Night King's really smart. Yeah. And he, he's got a dragon. He sure is. And we didn't see him in the lineup, correct? That's true. Yeah, he's probably just scoping. So out. he, no. He's burning so underground. The whole army is there, but the Night King rides his dragon to King's Landing, which would explain why Daenerys had that vision of King's Landing covered in snow and destroyed mm. the throne room. And he takes King's Landing. Either Cersei becomes a White Walker and is his queen, Ooh. or she's forced to flee back to the north. And like then he takes his army of the undead from King's Landing and sends them upwards. That would be a And like ball. surrounds them. Yeah, I like that. And then you'd have, you'd have the mountain who's basically a zombie already. And then you... You would have the Clegane Bowl that everyone wants where the Hound fights yes. mountains. <laughs> I, I, I think I talked about it in the last podcast, but I'm like, on the last episode, but I'm like, I'm a little upset that the Hound is not going to get the proper revenge. Because, I mean, the Mountain, he's basically already, A, he's probably already dead. We don't know if he holds the same memories as before. It's like, I feel like it would be a hollow victory for the Hound. Mm, I don't know. The Hound, I don't think, cares that much. I mean... You know, as long as he gets to, like, stab his brother a couple times, maybe light him on fire, um, <laughs> I think. Even if he's dead, honestly, and he gets to burn his bones, would, just any sort of fire towards his brother, I feel would like, would settle cathartic. his soul. Yeah, you know, it would really, you know, help him, I think, emotionally. I think <laughs> that would that would be good for him. That scene with him and Arya was pretty funny. Like, you used to never shut up and now, like, you don't say a word. Yeah, <laughs> they they secretly love each other. But, you know, they're never going to say it. And no. that's well, and, Yeah, and that's why I, like, even he pointed it out to her because she was like, you know, oh, you were rude to me or whatever. And he was like, yo, I protected you in the end. And she was, she didn't even say anything. She was just kind of like, yeah, yeah you're, right. you're right. You're right. I love you. Shut you're up. Right. Thank you. Shut up, dead. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, I think that's what was so cool about this whole episode was that you're seeing a lot of people reuniting with each other who haven't seen each other in years, you know, years, mm-hmm. our time and like years and years, their time, Whew. you know? So it's like, you know, John gets to see Tyrion again, which, uh, well, that wasn't just last episode, but, um, you know, Yo, you, you Sansa, see, Sansa, what about and, 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 and oh, Greyjoy. Yeah. Theon. <sighs> I never thought I'd feel the feels. And then when she like ran and hugged him, I was like, they've been through so much. I know. Yeah. So I, I had a theory. One of my friends was like, I hope, I hope she doesn't end up with Theon. I'm like, I don't know if she's going to end up with him or not, but he's one of the few people in that group that she truly feels safe around. Right. Cause he saved her. He got her out of the, the, um, the Boltons and, and their, you know, torture rape fest, you know, he was a broken man who broke himself even further to help her escape. Yep. And they even jumped a ledge knowing that they could kill themselves yep. in the process yep. together. Like they survived essentially an almost suicide pact together yeah. only to then 
throw themselves back into that with this whole White Walker fest. Like, I don't know. I just had the feels for that. This yeah. whole thing was like the silence before the storm. And apparently oh, yeah. this battle, it's what, 82 minute episode and the battle's supposed to be 45 minutes. So I don't even want to know what's going to happen. Yeah. I'm it's going to be oh. crazy. So it, it's supposedly. Make sure we cry really hard. <laughs> supposedly this is the longest battle sequence in tv or film really but more than uh lord of the rings so yes that was the that was the main one that they cited that this is going to be longer than the battle of helm's deep which was like crazy so i am like they should have just hired my body's ready they should have just hired peter jackson for that episode maybe they did who knows Directed by Peter Jackson. The man, he makes like a small credit. Yeah. <laughs> the man can stretch a budget like no one else. <laughs> man, I am I am super juiced uh, for this next episode. And uh, we'll definitely talk about it on our next episode as well. Because there's going to be a lot to unpack there, I'm sure. Definitely. I mean, uh, between Endgame being on Thursday and this being on Sunday, I'm ready just to like... I'm going to buy stock in Kleenex, honestly. <laughs> so that way, you know, I can make some revenue off my sadness here. Like, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I forget who I was talking to earlier. Maybe it was, maybe it was you. I don't remember. But um, we were talking about, like, okay, so this year we see the end of Game of Thrones. Right. We see the end of this phase of Avengers and, you know, maybe the Avengers actually, as we know it. It's actually not the end. Uh, I know. Hulk, Spider-Man's supposed Hulk, to be the end yeah. of it. But you, you know what I'm saying. Someone's going to die, I'm sure, if not multiple people. We know who's going to die. We don't know that. R.I.P. Steve. R.I.P. Don't, yeah. don't say that. That contract's up and you didn't resign. <laughs> I know it's you. <laughs> I know. I'm so scared. Captain America's one of my favorite characters. And, and Iron, Iron Man, for sure. And then, um, but also, uh, we have the end of the Skywalker saga in uh, Christmas time. Yeah, but that's 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 the longest one. What is that, like 30 years? No. Yeah, it's been a long time. 40, Longer. 40. <laughs> Almost 50 years. 40, what do we say? 77? Yeah, so. Jar Jar is going to make an end scene credit. Yeah, so I mean, what I'm are we going to do in 2020? What is there left? More Game of Thrones? <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's not the same. No, it's, I mean, it's not the same. Not but... the same. What, what left is there? That's a good and, point. <laughs> anyway, well, thank you so much, Anya, for taking oh, yeah. time out of your day to uh, come talk to us. Um, let let our listeners know where we can find you social media wise, and mm. when's your next uh, convention that you're doing? You put oh oh. I when's don't, my next? Yeah. When's my next convention? Yeah, uh, on the spot if you don't know yet. <laughs> uh, I know I'm going to Anime Expo for sure. Yeah, that, but that's in July. I'm trying to hit. I've got a few others before that. I'm pretty sure I'm trying to hit. I'm also like. Do you ever come to Fanime up in uh, San Jose? I think my friends want me to go to that one. Dude, that one's hella fun. That sounds close. No, San, no, San Jose is definitely up here yeah, in the San Bay Jose Area. Yeah, towards us. In Bay Area? Well, that's close in my opinion because that's like, I don't. Yeah. That's it's West Coast. Same state. Um, <laughs> I'm like, because I'm just acclimated to the West Coast, I literally just keep posting on like Facebook being like, hey guys, when's the next convention here? Because um, I had to dip out on WonderCon because I was flying to Japan the next week and that just didn't oh, seem yeah, fair. Um, but yeah, so I do Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and then I have a subreddit and then I'll have to, that'll be the first sub subreddit that we both subscribe to. Here we go. Well, you should really subscribe to free folk because that's where I get all my leaks, my, uh, leaks for game of Thrones. Oh, um, oh I'm, I'm yeah. definitely not doing that. I don't want to know. Oh, no, no, no. Excuse you. Remember last season when <laughs> the, uh, season finale leaked? like 
the whole week the whole, before. The whole episode. You want to know who had that? Free Folk. Oh. When they uh, when they leaked the script for the next episode, who had that? Free Folk. Oh, man. When Amazon Prime dropped this most recent episode, like, two hours early, Free Folk. Oh, Bruh, they are my saviors. <laughs> <laughs> they come in clutch every week. Literally, as soon as the episode was done, someone was like, yo, do we have that next episode yet? And someone was like, listen, I'm working on it. And I was Hold like, on. <gasps> Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, they're an amazing... Like I, it's where I also get all my memes from them. Um, but yeah, subreddit, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Although I think Facebook is dead. It's really just my plug from Twitter. Yeah, or, uh, we don't do much on Facebook. We we announce our new episodes and try to lead discussions, but Twitter is where it's at. Instagram. Twitter that's... is where it's at. But I feel like okay, this is I can go all day into social media discussion. <laughs> Facebook is dead because of algorithms. Facebook bought Instagram. Instagram just changed their terms of service. Uh, they haven't officially done it. They did it in a meeting about what they're going to outroll. And um, so Instagram's going to die. So everyone's porting over to Twitter. Once that happens, Twitter's going to get overloaded. So they're going to start doing algorithms like Instagram was doing. That's why you should go to Reddit because there's no algorithms. And it's purely based on like, do people like your content? Yes. Then more people see it. Yeah. Do you do social media mar- marketing? Because we could really maybe hire you. <laughs> like, oh. definitely, it's like my passion is social media marketing because it's just like I could read for hours about all these algorithms because it feels like a chess game and like how to defeat them. Huh. Every time there's like a new update for like your Instagram app, it means they've changed the algorithms, which means I'm researching ah, how to read. Yeah, maybe, maybe, you know, you're looking for yeah. some extra work. <laughs> Help us defeat the other podcasts. You're hired. This has been an interview this whole episode. I'm a pod person. <laughs> yeah, you're officially a pod person. Yeah, maybe you could help us out with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe we'll talk after this episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm just bad at all social media now. I basically use Facebook as a calendar to remember birthdays. <laughs> Which is all it really is. It's hey, pretty much all it is. By the way, Cody, <laughs> next person's birthday is coming up. I had a, I had a friend be like, "Yeah, I'm not I'm not on Facebook and, and I don't have my birthday on there." I'm like, "Well." Sorry for not wishing you a birthday for the last 10 years. <laughs> but, uh, well, thank you again for taking the time out of your day. I know you're jet lagged. Uh, we appreciate you. And, you know, we look forward to seeing what's next. And if you come up to uh, Fanime, let us know. I'll, I don't know if I'm going this year, but I might be there on Sunday. But it's a good one to check out if you've never been. Yeah, definitely. And then, um, Christian, as always, thank you for uh, for uh, taking the time out Being of your, your handler. Evening. I love it. I to be it. my handler. <laughs> Make sure I keep under control. Um, and again, guys, check out uh, Plum Deluxe Tees at PlumDeluxe.com. Uh, give those guys some business because they are awesome. And I could use a cup right now. I'm getting yeah. a little sleepy. No, no, they they are really good. And um, I mean, we mean that because we didn't get paid. Yeah, we, it, so. we didn't get paid. So it's genuine. It's we, genuine. We genuine. I mean, like I would tell you if it tasted like crap, but he literally has one that tastes like or it smells like hot tamales. I haven't tried it yet, but it smells Ooh. delicious. But uh, thanks, guys. Check us out on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, even though apparently algorithms are working against us. <laughs> and uh, we're also on Stitcher now, too, as well as Spotify. So anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can check us out. And until next time, uh, to all the nerds out there, remember, you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you, and good night. You guys have these fancy mics, and I'm just using, like, a headset. <laughs> That's okay. We've, we've been in the pod game for quite a while now, so we've uh, upgraded over the years. Actually, that's not entirely true. I guess we bought everything. Well, we did. We, we got these colorful new cords now.